Welcome to Nerds Through Comics, the podcast that adapts comic books into audio dramas. I'm Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger producer and host, and today we go back to Universe 20 and the origins of the Red Cornish Ranger. But first, the history of Universe 20. In this, the final chapter, we find out what happens to the Royal Britannia Rangers. The past of Universe 20 is full of victories and losses. One of the biggest losses was of the Ultra Rangers. This event alone changed everything for the Ranger Council. Rocky, who was always looked at as a replacement, had to step up and take command of the Ranger Council, along with Wes of the Time Force Rangers. Now in this episode, a new threat is going to change Universe 20 again and force one Ranger into vengeance. Chapter 5 The Second Legacy War Many months have passed, and being a ranger has become part of life. Whether it's dealing with skellies, giving Mordred a kick, or just chilling with his team that are now more like a family. Mark was at home in Cornwall when he got a call from Merlin saying he will be bringing him to the hidden base in a flash Mark was standing next to the others in front of Merlin and a familiar person. Rangers, may I introduce, started Merlin, but the man interrupted him. Rocky, Blue's ear ranger. We know. Nice to meet you. I'm Artie, English ranger. Jeff, Welsh ranger. Sam, Irish ranger. Scottish ranger, Jordan. And the guy with his mouth is... uh, Scottish Ranger, Jordan. 
And the guy with his open mouth is Mark, the Cornish Ranger. She said, as she pointed at Mark, his mouth was indeed open. He had never met another ranger. Hiding in a bush didn't count. And since becoming a ranger, he had learned the history of the rangers. But to meet a legend such as Rocky was almost too much. Um, yeah, yeah, what, what she said. But why are you here? Yes, to the point. Well, I lead the Council of Rangers ever since we lost the Ultra Rangers. And there's a threat that needs every ranger we can get. Normally, we would wait until you have been a ranger for a year or you've taken out your main bad guy. But this is a danger we can't ignore. So we need you. They all looked at each other and smiled. Then we are with you, said Mark, shaking his head. Great. Merv? Merv? They all said, looking at Merlin. I'll explain later, said Merlin, looking very embarrassed. Right, well, if it's okay, I'll teleport them. Instead of you teleporting, it's more accurate. He signalled for all of them to gather around him. Then he pressed his watch. And the base disappeared in a bright light. Then the massive hall came into focus. The hall was full of over a hundred other rangers and all around the walls was photos of every ranger team. And in the center was seven pictures, the six ultra rangers and a man's head in a blue tube, Zordon. Incredible, said Jeff. And the others just looked around, mouths wide open. I'll let you get your bearings. It starts in 15 minutes, said Rocky. And he walked off to talk to two other men in military uniforms. They walked around the hall till they found a clear corner to talk. There must be over a hundred rangers in here, said Sam. Is it me or is it all of them, said Jordan. I think so. Look, there's the blue turbo. And the rest of the Zia Rangers, said Mark. Gold's not there. Look, over there. Is that a bird? said Jeff. Yeah, he's the silver Dino Charge. And I guess the others must be the Dino Charge Rangers. I hear there was a few of them. Oh, look. Dino Thunder. No Tommy, said Sam. Well, even if he was here... He would be with the Ultra Rangers, said Artie. Something I don't get. See, that group over there, I think Wild Force. And that lot there, Lightspeed Rescue, Mark pointed. What about them, said Sam. Well, I thought we were meant to keep our identities secret. How does wearing jackets keep it a secret, said Mark. Good question. I got a better one. Is that four turtles talking to that woman? Said Jeff. Yes, it is. They took over from the Mighty Morphin Rangers. A man in a blue and gold top with a S on the chest. What? You're Daggeron, said Jeff in awe. Yes, nice to meet you. I hear all about you. 
said Daggeron. Did they call everyone? asked Artie. Yes, they did. Every ranger, even the Lost Galaxy Rangers. Look, before they start, I just wanted to come over and... Suddenly, a big cat popped out of a lamp on Daggeron's belt. Hello, hello, hello! Nice to meet you! Nice to meet you! Said the cat, running around, shaking their hands over and over again. Gingy, calm down or you'll get us thrown out. Sorry, Daggeron. You lot have done it great job fighting Morgana. Keep it up. Now we best go find our seats. Come on, Gingy. Hey, Daggeron, think they could put in a good word for me with Merlin? Said Gingy as they walked away. That's one skitty cat, said Mark. It's starting, Artie noticed, and they found seats at the back. The men in the military uniform that Mark now recognised as Silver Guardian's uniform, walked onto the stage. Greeting, Rangers. My name is Wes Collins, Time Force Red, and this is Eric Myers, Quantum Ranger. This council was commissioned ten years ago, after the Armada's invasion was defeated, thanks to the Ultra Rangers, for bringing us together. So far, there hasn't been a reason to assemble all the Rangers together, even when we lost the Ultra Rangers said Eric. For that reason, we've called you all here, even inviting new ranger teams. Mark and the others fidgeted in their chairs, knew he was talking about them. Behind Eric and Wes, a monitor switched on, and on it was a blue power ranger. Less than 24 hours ago, Nephus, the royal blue ranger, entered our dimension the Time Force Rangers intercepted her, said Wes. Intel says she can absorb the powers and life force of any ranger she comes into contact with, said Eric. We fought her, but she was too much for us. And she tried to take our powers. Thanks to Eric's intervention, she didn't take all their powers, all their lives. But the strain has left them in a coma. So, how can we stop her? Someone shouted. Mark tried looking over, but couldn't see who spoke. As a team. It was why the Council of Rangers was made. It's why we asked the Royal Britannia Rangers and all of you to help. We can stop her, said Rocky as he walked onto the stage. The plan is this. Close by is a wide open space. No civilians around for hundreds of miles. We can all morph at once. The energy from this will attract her, and as a team, we take her down, said Rocky. As per the terms of which the council was founded on, if we want to back out, you can. No one will blame you. Mark looked at his teammates, Sam and Jordan, such a brilliant couple when they fight together. It always looks like a dance. Jeff, the Joker, but tough as nails. And Artie, a strong leader and a great friend. They nodded at Mark, and he got up. I can't speak for everyone. For starters, you've all been rangers far longer than me and my team. But I speak for them. We're with you, and we will do what it takes. Totally, said a turtle with an orange mask. The kids got guts, said one with a red mask. 
Then all around the room, the rangers all stood up saying, let's do this. We're ready. Okay, let's head outside. Not too long, all the rangers stood in the open area, each grouped by their teams. At the front was Eric, Wes and Rocky. Right, everyone together, said Rocky. It's morphin' time! All around, you could hear everyone calling their morphs. Go, Royal Britannia, Colonel Besicken! The energy was so bright, it could be seen from space as every ranger morphed at the same time. In no time, a figure stood on the cliff face. Nephus, the Royal Blue Ranger. Now, isn't this nice? You all gathered together for me. Finster Five, let's give this council the pleasure of us destroying them. She pointed her morpher at the ground. An energy beam shot from it and hit the ground. And from it grew monsters, putty patrollers, cogs, many creatures, beasts and monsters the rangers knew from their past. Hundreds of them. All the rangers readied themselves. You know, we could just run, said Jeff. Head back to the UK and... Jeff looked at the others, waiting for the usual shut up, Jeff, he normally gets. Okay, yeah, sorry, too much. I know what you mean, Jeff. Power weapons, said Mark, pressing his coin five times and grabbing the power sword. The others did the same, grabbing a power weapon. You know what they say? Once a ranger, Mark looked at his friends and raised his sword. Then, charged. The others followed. All the rangers began fighting Nephus's army. Explosions, blasters, shot past Mark. The others leapt in to help where they could. Mark leapt in to a group of turtle rangers. Hey, Brit, one of the turtle rangers shouted. On a lift, Mark ran towards the turtle ranger. As they cupped their hands, Mark put one foot on and he lifted Mark high in the air. Mark pulled Saber out and in a flash of red and white light slashed over the advancing monsters. Shelltastic, said the Turtle Ranger. Then he ran off to help where else he could. Dagoron joined Mark. I don't think I've seen a walking turtle. Uh, I didn't think I'd see a walking turtle today, Mark said taken out two approaching putties. Hey, who am I to judge? I walk around with an overexcited cat in a lamp, replied Daggeron. Mark, came a voice. Mark recognised as Liambo. Your friends, they're in trouble. The three rushed over to where Liambo pointed. When they arrived, they saw a horrifying sight. Nephus was absorbing their energy. The team were no longer in their ranger forms and had their mouths wide open as if they were screaming, but no sound. Nephus was laughing. No! Mark screamed out of nowhere, pulled a dino blaster and fired. Daggeron did the same with his lamp. 
Nephus dropped the Royal Britannia Rangers with a thud. Gingy, shine in attack! shouted Dagron, firing on Nephus, knocking her back. Mark dropped beside his team and checked Sam's pulse. There was nothing. She was gone. They all were gone. Inside Mark, a switch flipped. He stood up, sword in hand. It flickered and changed. That same dark energy that engulfed him before did again. The sword of darkness was in his hand. He leapt towards Nephus. I will end you! He screamed and got in multiple blows. Even though Nephus was hurt, she laughed at Mark, then vanished into a portal, and she was gone. Mark stood there, dark energy flowing over him. What happened? said Wes, who had come over. All of the monsters and creatures had gone. We have to get that sword out of his hand, shouted Leonbo. If he lets go, it will vanish. Right, Daggeron. Wes, distract him. Give me a clean shot, said Eric. With that, the Time Force Red Ranger and the Solaris Knight charged Mark, ducking his attacks. I will destroy you, Mark groaned. Daggeron grabbed one arm and Wes got the other, the sword still firmly in Mark's hand. Now, Eric, now! Quantum Defender, fire! Eric shot the sword right out of his hand and it vanished. The dark energy dissipated from around Mark and he collapsed to the floor, unconscious. Mark woke up many hours later in the medical bay of the Ranger Council base. A blonde-haired woman walked over. How are you feeling, Mark? She said. Like I've been dragged through a hedge backwards and forwards, I think, said Mark, rubbing his head. How is he, Dana? said Wes as he walked in. Dana? Oh, pink light speed, of course, said Mark, realising who she was. He's fine, Wes. BP, a little high, but with what he's been through, no wonder, she said. Is he okay to leave? asked Wes. Just take it easy, okay, Mark? said Dana. More to Mark than Wes. Mark nodded and he followed Wes out of the med bay. Where's my team? Mark asked. This way. You sure you want to see them? Mark took a deep breath and nodded. They entered a cold room and laying on four tables were the Royal Britannia Rangers. I'm so sorry, Mark, said Wes. Where did she go? said Mark. Come with me. I'll tell you all we know. They left and walked to another room. This one had computer consoles and monitors all around. Welcome to the Dimensional Command Center, or the DCC for short. This is how we found out about Nephus. Dimensions? Like other Earths? Yes. See, some years ago, another West came to me. He said he's building a dimensional task force, just in case, and gave us the tech to monitor and go to different dimensions. We set up this command center for just that. We share intel if needed. 
So other Earths, dimensions, it's all real. This can help me find Nephus, said Mark. I think so. You see, each Earth vibrates on a dimensional frequency and we can track that, but it's like chasing breadcrumbs. You can go to a world she's been to or passed through, but you may be able to catch her. And with our help, if you want to, Mark, it could take years. And from what I found out, time works differently out there. She has to be stopped. She put your team in a coma and killed mine. Who knows what else she'd do? I want to do this. I need to do this, said Mark. Wes picked up a device and passed it to Mark. This is a dimensional jumper and tracker, said Wes. One thing before I go. I should stop Morgana Le Fay. She can't be left. We stopped her weeks ago, but Merlin said we shouldn't attack. If one thing this has shown me, she needs to be stopped, Mark said. You have an idea, I take it, asked Wes. Yes, and I need every ranger you can get. Deep in the magical world, Morgana Le Fay sat in her castle, looking at a crystal ball, a dark smile on her face. <laughs> Four rangers down, just the Cornish ranger, and that old man Merlin stand between me and ruling the world, she said. And the other rangers, and the power-up the Cornish dragon got, said Mordred. The other rangers are insignificant. And as for the dragon power, he can't use it anymore. He needs his team to transform. Without it, he's nothing. What is that sound? said Morgana. The door flew 20 feet across the room. Stood in the doorway was the Red Cornish Ranger. Scullies! Morgana screamed, and skeleton knights rose out of nowhere. Attack! Mark walked forward, the power sword in his hand. As the skellies charged at him, he sliced them down one by one, till all that was left was dust. Mordred, you idiot boy, do something! shouted Morgana, fear in her voice. Uh, yes, mother. Ah! Mordred charged his sword above his head. Mark drew his fist back, and before Mordred could strike, punched him in the gut. Mordred dropped to his knees and collapsed on the floor. Mark walked up to Morgana, pointed his sword at her. You can't do anything. You're not strong enough to defeat me. You're nothing without your team. You're on your own. She said, trying not to sound scared. That's where you're wrong, said Mark calmly, pointing his sword at her. I'm strong enough. We took out your staff. Yeah, you have some other powers, but I'm not on my own. At these words, hundreds of rangers teleported in, their weapons drawn and pointed at the witch. Appearing beside Mark was Wes and Eric. Morgana Le Fay, you are under arrest by the authority of the Ranger Council. 
said Wes. And I think it's a bit late to resist. But if you want to, go right ahead, said Eric. Later that evening, Mark looked up at the sky, standing by Stonehenge, which was located on top of the hidden base the Royal Britannia Rangers worked out of. Wes walked up beside him and said, Nice place. I used to hang out in a dusty clock tower. To be honest, I didn't even know we were here. Merlin used to teleport us in and out, said Mark. Are you ready? asked Wes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready, said Mark. Okay, here you go. This is the dimension jumper. I've set it to scan for Nephus' quantum signature. The problem is, it will be hit and miss. You might be chasing her for a while, but you can stay in contact with us. A member of the Ranger Council will be manning the DCC 24-7, said Wes. Cool. Thanks, Wes. I'll bring her here, one way or another. Mark pressed a button and the portal opened. Mark looked back at Wes. Take these. You may find a use for them. Mark handed Wes four coins, each with a different symbol on them. The Royal Britannia of Coins. Good luck, Mark, Wes said. As Mark walked into the portal, it closed. Wes looked back at Stonehenge, then headed back to where Eric was waiting. I will see you again, Mark. Somewhere else, said Merlin. Far across the world, in a hidden cell for villains, sat Morgana Le Fay. Morgana, said a voice. She looked around. Out of the shadows, Nephus walked. You, you're the one who rid me of the four rangers. How can I ever thank you? Simple. Give me your skellies and I'll let you out. Morgana smiled. 
And there we have it. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I'd like to thank some of my friends, supporters, and the cast of Nerds Through Comics. We have Jim and Billy, the Balkan Scholar podcast, the host of Zio to Hero. We have Cosplay Dude 637. He has three podcasts at Universe 19, Storytime, and Sailor Moon E. And also go check out his new YouTube channel, Nostalgia Time. And his family, who have provided many of the voices for me on many of my comic book adaptions. We have Cosplay Wife 637 and Cosplay Son 637. We also have Ty Tiger of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Go check him out as well. He has Tiger Tales and Tiger Tales The Lost Stories. So with Cosplay Dude 637, Ty Tiger and myself, we make up the Three Range Bros Studio. And we will be working jointly on many more projects in the future. I'd also like to thank Acrown39, who provides many voices for many of my comic book adaptions. He is now also the script editor for Nerds Through Comics and is helping me adapt the comic books into scripts so we can then produce them for you all. We also have Ben the Baker Ranger, who provides the narration and many other characters as well, and he also helped design the current logo on my podcast. We have Valera Midnight, who has provided many characters for me and also plays the main character of Trini Kwan in the Boom Comics Power Rangers. Jordan, who joined us to play a villain on the Power Rangers Boom Comic episodes, namely Scorpina. Uh, she also plays many roles in Ty's DC and Marvel Universe on Ty Tiger's Tiger Tales. So go check her out as well. She's brilliant at what she does. We have Jacob, the Iron Avenger, who is helping provide the voice for Ernie in the Boom Comics Power Rangers. He has also provided some other minor voices for some of the other comics. Ghost Galaxy Cosplay, who also joined me on the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover, and he provides some other voices as well for me. Jared from Give a Dad a Podcast. He has recently joined the Zero to Hero group and he has also now provided some voices for me. And James, or Beauty Bay Biaga, who has become my Empress of Evil on the Boom Comics Power Ranger episode. She plays a wonderful Rita Repulsa and she has also provided me with some of her voices and I'm ecstatic to have her as part of the team. All the people I've mentioned have provided voices for me on many episodes, so go check them out and they're absolutely brilliant they're on tiktok instagram and all the other places you find us on social media finally i'd like to thank jp of review time productions he has graciously allowed me also to join in on a couple of his future projects and i can't wait to work with him and it's just going to be fantastic there's also dave world's x of hunter production who has also allowed me to provide my voice for a couple of projects of his own and finally, in remembrance of Sam, also known as Rebel Ranger, on TikTok. She was my original choice for Scorpina, and she is dearly missed, and she will always be in our hearts. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be a blast. Hello. Hello. I'm Colin Baker. This is Paul McGann, the Eighth Doctor. Listen to nerds through comics. And you, you lucky people, are about to watch something very good indeed. Nerds through comics. Mark Bailey is in charge of it. So it's not my fault. If you don't like it, it's not my fault. It's Mark Bailey's. But I think you will like it because nerds through comics is very good.